last year I played it perfectly. Matt, I think we have been doing the Bill Simmons podcast podcast perfectly. What do you think? Couldn't be better. Last week, three pods on the summer schedule. I, however, was not on the summer schedule of listening to pods because the first pod of the week, August 12th of 2019, concerned a movie that had only been out three weeks and was, according to you, rife with spoilers. Yes, uh, uh, it was It was rife. So I didn't, I didn't listen to that one. Yeah. The second one was with Brian Windhorst and only Brian Windhorst uh, about Team USA because August 14th is the best time to talk about <laughs> basketball. Every time is the best time. Uh, and the third one was the 2019 uh, fantasy preview and a little bit of 90210 with Matthew ESPN Barry. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. Here we go. Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. All right, so uh, as we mentioned in the uh, intro, once Upon a Time in Hollywood Reactions with Wesley Morris. It's one hour, 21 minutes, and 27 seconds of a podcast that I did not listen to because this is a bunch of total and utter horse <laughs> that he decides now is the perfect time to do 81 minutes of a discussion of a movie that's still in theaters. This yeah, is a I, huge dick move. I don't get this because I, like when they did Game of Thrones, I get that Game of Thrones was sort of a thing where like, okay, everybody's watching that, at least in the, the week or so of when it's released, all that kind of stuff. I don't think that many people go to the movies anymore. So it's just bizarre that he would waste a whole podcast that I have to imagine, I, I would be interested to see the numbers. A, a bunch of people must not have listened to this or just didn't care about spoilers. I don't think you're ever going to see the numbers, Matt. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that, that's how he operates. That being said, uh, as I understand from you, there were so many moments of Bill Simmons-isms, including Rich Bill and yes. Ed Botches. Would you like to take yes. it away, Matt? I would, Chris. At 3.50, Bill subtly sneaks in the fact that, as you and I are aware, Chris, he went to Hawaii. Well, I was, I was away one of the weeks. I was in Hawaii. Rich Bill. This with is what his family. Like. Yes, Rich Bill. At 28 minutes and 40 seconds, there's an ad for Peloton, who I think is a new sponsor. Peloton, a very rich man's exercise bike that, re <laughs> that, that requires not only a large sum of money to purchase it, there is a monthly subscription for the Peloton. Bill keeps his rich man's exercise bike in his guest house. It's in, it's in our little guest house in the back. I think the guest house is also possibly the same house that he fought with nephew Kyle about vaping in. <laughs> because it of may the be the same one. So in the Peloton ad, uh, Bill says, Peloton always keeps you coming. Long pause. Back. That will always keep you coming. Back. <laughs> It makes it sound as if the exercise bike makes you orgasm. It's, it's innuendo. <laughs> yes. He, he does on one of the other episodes talk about Kyle's orgasmic size. <laughs> yes. S-I-G-H-S, not S-I-Z-E. Yes. Uh, that c brings me to my favorite inexplicable, I don't even know what to call it, inexplicable comment uh, of the week. At 2940, Bill is doing an ad for Stance Socks. It's weird because 
this is not the only sock ad of the week. <laughs> yes. But the other ad is for a different brand of socks. <laughs> yes. And I think in the other ad, he kind of says something about like how they're the best socks, which just seems, I mean, maybe he's just like, I like the best socks and also the second best socks, so I'll plug them both. <laughs> but what he says in the ad is, <laughs> it's just it's just so fucking bizarre. Remember, uh, remember like last month when nobody talked about socks? What? What? Uh, is, is the implication that like socks are now some sort of cultural phenomena and that last week no one was or last month no one was talking to them but now they are there's no way this was in the copy this was this was definitely bill reading the copy and then throwing that line in there you'll, it makes no sense you'll forget about what happened on the final episode of that show everyone's talking about <laughs> but you'll never forget that Kenny <laughs> sip of stance socks yes uh, that's all I have for that pod you did a nice job and good rinse huh. to that pod. I uh, didn't listen to it. I'm glad you did not spoiler anything for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for me, Matt, because you're a yeah. good friend and a good podcast host. The, the premise was sort of pretentious anyway. It was basically Bill saying how all the hate for that movie is bad and he loves it. And Wesley Morris kind of taking a, a middle ground position where he says, I kind of agree with you, Bill, but I also understand why people don't like it. Uh, and I didn't think it was that interesting. Well, the rationale for the pod is... Wesley Morris, very popular, very famous New York Times uh, movie critic. Bill equates himself with that guy's uh, cachet. Yes, I agree. The second pod of the week was the Wind Horse pod. Uh, that uh, was one hour, 36 minutes, and 38 seconds. Oddly, uh, after Bill bragged to Kara Swisher about how he could do his pods as long as he wants, he has finally managed to get them well below the one hour, 50 to two hour mark. All of them this week, uh, less than one hour, 40 minutes long. Pretty impressive. Yeah, this, this goes against our, our previously espoused theory that uh, it has something to do with ad reads because there have been a bunch of them that have been, uh, and then, I mean, obviously we're not going to talk about them uh, this week, but at the time we're recording, which is the week after, the, the first pod of the week was also... Uh, Less than two hours. Yeah, but that was significantly just pure filler. That was yeah, nothing. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to last week's pod, the Windhorse Pod. Ninety-three seconds in, Bill brags about Fairway Rolling, the golf podcast hosted by House, and how the numbers are up sixty percent from last year. The uh, the numbers were up, I think, sixty percent from last year. When they were what? We never says. Also, what are they this year? <laughs> Don't know. Just up sixty percent. They could have gone from ten to sixteen. Okay, I suppose. Yes. <laughs> they could have gone from 10 million to 16 million, but he doesn't tell us. Just up. Pearl Jam starts two minutes and nine seconds into the second part of the week. Bill introduces them with the word first, but he does not say, but first. Yes. He also says that he had uh, to battle Windhorst on Twitter and that they talk about it. But nobody wants to hear that. But then they did not. <laughs> did not talk about it. At 2.51, Windhorst bats back a question to Bill. Bill is obviously not expecting Windhorst <laughs> to immediately bat it back at him because Windhorst catches him in a swallow. You mean Team USA slash Boston Celtics? Yeah. Is that why you want <laughs> Which is just perfect. And then the tour de force performance by Windhorst who I can't believe this guy can filibuster to the degree that he can. <laughs> Starting at three minutes in, these are the things Bill says for the ensuing three minutes and nine seconds. This is every single thing Bill says from three minutes until six minutes and nine seconds in the second pod. Ready? Ready. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yes. It's not a lot of things. Matt, it was an extraordinary performance by Windhorse. That is a total of five Bill Simmons syllables. And Windhorse absolutely takes over. And by the way, Windhorse, 
not all that impressive. He's no. he's a little bit boring. He's an insider, but he doesn't have a great delivery. Would Windhorse be uh, like have any NBA reporting credibility if he wasn't just the LeBron guy? No, nothing. Also, at the end of this podcast, he says something about how he's followed LeBron since he was like possibly like twelve or maybe even younger. Can you imagine reporting on a twelve-year-old? I mean, I guess that's his meal ticket, right? Now it is, yeah. At 10.52, Bill's talking about how it's good to be on Team USA because the players on that team are uh, exposed to Popovich's coaching style, and he thinks uh, that that's useful to their growth as players. However, this is the way he phrases that. It's really cool to have a different voice and to what you pick up, all that stuff. To what you pick up. <laughs> that's the, that's the really the... Uh, the most succinct telling of Bill Simmons' shortcoming as a podcast host. He has fun and interesting ideas. Sometimes we disagree with him. Sometimes we agree with him. But he's much better at writing them down and thinking about how he wants to phrase them <laughs> than just on the fly. But his fingers don't work anymore. Back when I wrote, my fingers worked. <laughs> <laughs> at 1351, Windhorse tells a story, and the punchline is that the Team USA players in practice think they're about to have to run sprints, but in fact they only have to run to the charge circle. He blows the whistle, and they start running. He goes, run to the charge circle. And yeah. this, is, this is how Bill responds to that joke. And they realize, you know what's up. Then, Windhorse goes on to explain that the distance to the charge circle is very short. And they realize, you know what's up, they're running for three feet. At which point, Bill, who has a vote for MVP of the NBA, <laughs> understands that it is a joke because yes. they don't have to run that far. <laughs> and then, LOL. You know, you know. This was really like almost sad. I felt bad <laughs> listening to this. Yes. His whole reaction is just exhale, windhorse. <laughs> Let me explain the punchline, Bill. Oh, jokes. I like jokes. <laughs> it was terrible. Windhorse keeps up the pressure at 1806, points out it is football season. And I also acknowledge that right now it's football season. Bill. <laughs> unperturbed let's talk about team usa which no one else as far as i can tell outside of the ringer and the occasional headline on espn gives two flying shit about well the thing is the team usa roster is so diluted and nobody wants to play on it at 2418 when something is a part of your legacy i don't think it is somehow attached to or affixed to your legacy but bill disagrees it goes on his legacy <laughs> just stick it on there on his legacy <laughs> At 24.31, there's a question that leads to Dwight Howard as the answer. But Bill tries to set it up, and Windor says, are you talking about the 90s, or is it now? Is it modern? In the 90s, or is it now, or is it modern? This is Bill's response. The, the, the modern last, last 15 to 16 years. The modern last 15 to 16 years. Great. At 26.03, this Joe Bluth nominee. I still felt like they were... I uh, too much of a finesse team followed by mouth noises I guess is how I would put it like I worry about their ability to kind of bang mm. oh there it was Matt <laughs> you found the mouth noises so delicious that you made a mouth noise in support of them <laughs> here are the other things that Bill Simmons found delicious last week by the way one mm. thing, okay, so we game. Mm. Okay. Because mm. you have mm. 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 to get <laughs> At 26 minutes in, this irritated me, and almost certainly only me, Mike Conley, C-O-N-L-E-Y. 
Conley's obviously massive. He's right? a guard who used to play for the Grizzlies. He now plays for the uh, Jazz. Right, the Utah Jazz. Traded this summer. As I said, his name is spelled C O N L E Y. This is how Bill pronounces it with Connolly. And pronounces it. Connolly just. <laughs> and pronounces it. Connolly will be able to. The guy's name is not Connolly. It's Conley. Mike Conley and Shay Gilgis, Alex- Gilgis Alexander should possibly form a support group. Or maybe they should for- form a union. Yes. Oh, yes. Good. And then, then we'll see if anybody ever actually, you know, comments on it. Yes. I saw some uh, Reddit tweet where somebody said, is Bill going to ever comment on this? And some other jackass on Reddit uh, points out it would not behoove him as an employer to comment on the, uh, the union. I have to say, makes sense. On the other hand, if it is a news story and you're part of a news story, rather than simply let people wonder what in the f*** is going on, maybe right. you can just say, we respect our employees, we respect their rights to seek to protect themselves. We will not be issuing a statement because there are sensitive negotiations going on. We recognize there is interest and we're sorry we can't do that at this time, but that's the choice we've made. You don't have to really say anything. You can just acknowledge the fact that it's going on. Instead, radio silence. Apparently, Bill made some comments, I want to say like three or four, maybe even five or six years ago, that were sort of disparaging towards unions as it pertains to uh, writers. Yes, newspaper writers, I think. Yeah, beyond the, oh, you know, Bill Simmons owns this company and we want to know what he has to say about this unionizing thing. I think there's like this underlying story here that we're just not going to get to know anything about. Like somebody, some <laughs> media personality you would expect should be like, hey, Bill, how do you feel about this union thing considering that you previously have come out against unions? Also, I feel like there are a lot of Ringer employees and only like five anybody cares about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. I mean, the biggest argument against the union is essentially Bill Simmons must be drawing an enormous majority of the traffic. And the other traffic is probably Mallory, House, Sal, maybe Dave Chang. And is yeah. anybody I mean, is anybody going to the ringer so they can listen to Tate? No, definitely not. So he could just jettison the website, jettison all these employees, you know, do the Adam Carolla thing and just have the Bill Simmons podcast network. Yeah. He wouldn't be spreading the wealth. He'd be making all the money. I think that there's a possibility that this union thing backfires on them and that yeah. Some of the lesser important, especially the real bottom people, just end up with no jobs. Yeah, and I think you got to give credit to the fact that Bill is spreading the money around. I mean, he yeah. could have just said, screw it. But instead yeah. he said, no, no, I'm going to take these people under my wing. I'm going to start this website. I'm going to yeah. employ and all it, these people to do a, a, a sort of a unique approach, a long-form approach to sports and uh, cultural criticism. Uh, and now they're like, yeah, but we want more money. And he would be like, well, you can take your you know, dental insurance and hit the fucking bricks. <laughs> yeah, and instead of just uh, – I can't believe I'm defending Bill. Instead of just doing the Adam Carolla thing and having a podcast network, he is you know, he's kind of going on a limb trying different things. And then here we are. At 3056, Bill points out that a young Dwayne Wade went to the line 10 to 10 and a half times a year for five straight years. He went to the line – Basically, 10 to 10 and a half times a year for five straight years. <laughs> He's averaging, That's not a lot of times. <laughs> I think 0.12 times a game. Yes. What that means is that Bill is not only not paying attention to what he says, neither is Windhorst. <laughs> At 31-34, Bill says it looks like Boston Celtic Jason Tatum grew an inch to an inch and a half. I swear to God, it looks like he grew like an inch, an inch and a half. Windhorst says it's the beard. <laughs> Now, I did some math on this, Matt, in preparation for this podcast. Six foot nine, which is what Tatum is listed at, is 81 inches. Right. The growth of an inch to an inch and a half. Yes. He thinks he has noticed that the guy has grown 1.2 to 1.8%. 
Now, Matt, you're five foot seven. So, oh, that's not fair, but okay. So one percent of five foot seven <laughs> is point six seven inches. One point five percent of five foot seven is one point zero zero five inches. I don't think that I would. I mean, that's the difference between being barefoot or not. Yes. There's no way you can tell. Now, no. I don't know why a beard makes it look like you're taller. That's also absurd. But the whole, the whole conversation is just bonkers. It's, it's bizarre. And I went and looked at Jason Tatum's beard after that conversation. It's not a good beard. No, no. At 37.30, Kemba Walker is the new car smell for the Boston Celtics. Kemba Walker is the new car smell. And I kind of understand what he's getting at. It's just that it makes no sense. <laughs> Furthermore, they have just gotten rid of a toxic player or a player who is largely uh, believed to be toxic in uh, Kyrie. In fact, the new car smell is made up of a group of chemicals known as volatile organic compounds. These VOCs include ethylbenzene, formaldehyde, and tuolene. That's from U.S. News and World Report. <laughs> so you know it's good. At around 40 minutes in, Windhorse is talking about some ESPN guy named Pelton. I think Mike Pelton. Yeah. Who does contract analysis for ESPN. You know, we call him the machine because now he turns out content. And this guy is so good that he manages to do analysis on Terry Rogier's new contract, but is wrong by a full year. <laughs> yes. At 44.53, I think someone is drinking with a straw. See their playing time reduced a little bit this year. Mm. Um, At 47.42, when you're trying to sell something to someone, is there any other kind of pitch? Besides a selling pitch? Uh, and it was a whole selling pitch that worked. <laughs> At one hour, zero minutes and 51 seconds, it's not like they bought two brand new cars from the shop. It's not like they bought, like, you know, two brand new cars from the uh, from the shop. I've heard of buying cars from a lot from a dealership. Do you think Rich Bill gets you know, back from just, Hawaii and just goes down to the car shop? Yeah, you know, you just go down to the car shop and you pick a couple out. This guy is so detached from reality. It's just... <laughs> Bonkers. <laughs> At one hour, four minutes, and 18 seconds, Bill unveils his new rhetorical device where he tries to make an argument sound more impressive by including fake words. I don't care. Let's do this. I got the... Uh, whoa, somebody stop me. I dare you. <laughs> what is he trying to do? He's like, the more I say, regardless of the content, as long as it goes on longer, it's we'll definitely going to be valuable. <laughs> this is not the only time we'll talk about that. At 109.45, during an ad for the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration. So weird. Bill points out <laughs> that he did not realize in college that drunk driving was bad. Unfortunately, we didn't really know about the risks when I was in college. <laughs> Thank you, NHTSA, for letting us know that. What a jackass. Bill then goes on to botch the ad read. Drunk driving crashes still claim more than 10,000 lives. At 112.55... At 131, statistics teacher Bill Simmons points out this. 30% is like, I miss every seven of 10 threes. <laughs> what does he mean every seven? What he means is, I miss seven <laughs> of every 10 threes. Right. The podcast is uh, rounded out by Windhorse saying this. I'm a picky eater. Windhorse, not a skinny man, not a fit <laughs> no. looking man. No. So the fact that he points out that he is a picky eater does seem somehow delicious. I, I assume that... <laughs> this is so terrible. I assume that Windhorse saying he's a picky eater means Windhorse likes pizza, cheeseburgers, french fries, and definitely not Chicken vegetables. Tenders. Yeah. Well, he does say he wants to make sure he gets plenty of uh, pizza delivered in yes. China. At one twenty-two thirty, why does Bill insist on coming up with these theories and then telling every guest about it? This is the Anthony Davis will be MVP because LeBron 
will campaign for him to be MVP and say, oh, it shouldn't be me, it should be Anthony Davis. This is at least the third or fourth guess that Bill has told this theory to. Is it a validation thing? It's he wants somebody to agree with him? Thing. He's like a first grader who gets a participation trophy and every <laughs> relative he sees and every visitor to the house gets to see the participation trophy. So he trots out this concept and makes sure everybody knows he had it and, and that way... Next year, he, as an MVP voter, who, by the way, can help uh, support this theory, uh, yes. can point out, oh, yeah, I did that last year. And they can tell him what a great idea it is. At 129.55, Bill says they're just throwing darts at the dartboard. At least they're playing <laughs> it right, Chris. Yes. <laughs> I think what most dart professionals would, would advise is step one is to throw the darts <laughs> in the direction of the board. Yes. Maybe there's a fantasy dart league we could join, Matt. It doesn't sound exciting. No, maybe Matthew Barry can be our expert. <laughs> yes. Voting isn't just going to the polls on election day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. He was the guest on the third of three pods last week at one hour, 39 minutes and four seconds. 29 seconds in, Bill botches a ZipRecruiter ad so badly that Cousin Kyle audibly laughs. BS ZipRecruiter is the smartest. (laughs) And as we always say, if you fuck up an ad read, you're allowed, and in fact, you should take it out out of respect for the people who are paying your bills. But it is so bad that even though Kyle laughs at him, he leaves it in. And the hardest and the smartest. No, it's it's uh, it's the smartest way to hire. That's the best part is that he clearly knows about it. And he's like, ha this is hilarious. Fuck you, Bill. I'm telling you, Kyle's in the union and he's just, uh, he is bitter. You think this is undermining? <laughs> yes. We haven't heard much from Kyle the last few pods. Yeah, I'm heartbroken. Yeah. <laughs> At 111, Pearl Jam, again, not but first Pearl Jam, just first Pearl Jam. And oh. It's very low energy. Before Pearl Jam, uh, he also messes up a second ad where it's actually one of these ads for his own content. He's doing an ad for the Ringer NFL show, and he says, Ringer NFL show right now has all of your fantasy football needs being taken care of, except the ones I'm about to scratch. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mixed metaphors. And poorly mixed because it should be meets all your needs. Yes. It doesn't scratch your needs. No. Oh, it man, has all your needs. A great, it ha- great pickup by you because that is it, absurd. It has all your needs except the ones I'm about to scratch. I think what happened was he's doing this ad read and he realizes as he's reading it, oh, shit, I'm about to tout how great the Ringer NFL show is and how it's all you should listen to for NFL content when I'm about to do a bunch of NFL content on this pod. And so he had to think of something quick. And as we all know, thinking quick, not Bill's strong suit. <laughs> At 322, Bill lapses back into his weird, nonsensical syllables. This time he's giving Matthew Barry a hard time about going from a super passionate fantasy guy to a corporate shill. And this is what he says. It's like, well, you know, it's a good... I don't know why... Ra-ra-ra has become <laughs> the go-to placeholder. It makes no sense. It is very childish, uh, like literally childish speak. <laughs> At 1037, Matthew Berry manages to drop innocently, it would appear, in a conversation the fact that he's been uh, in a fantasy league with 
Jay Z for eight years. How steamed do you think Bill Simmons was when he realizes <laughs> yes. that famous Rich Bill is not in a Jay Z fantasy league? Bill immediately. Uh, I had dinner with Marissa Mayer that one time. <laughs> <laughs> now Matthew Barry is on because he's a fantasy sports guy, and he's really only now I think a fantasy football guy. Somehow, uh, fantasy football is a year-round endeavor. I have no idea why somebody is watching the draft for fantasy football pointers. Bill knows that Barry has come on to talk about fantasy football and then somehow is surprised to find out that Barry has Saquon Barkley as his number one pick. He's your number one? Bill, you think you could read at least one article (laughs) by the guy who you're about to interview so you're not surprised? It just seems super disrespectful. At 25-27, the aforementioned orgasmic gasp (laughs) by Kyle when talking about uh, David Johnson. Kyle just had an orgasmic gasp. Bill then goes on to say he thinks Barry has just spoiled Kyle's. That doesn't say what. I think he just spoiled his, uh, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I assume he's talking about draft strategy, but I don't know. It's unclear. Bill doesn't tell us. Since we're talking about uh, orgasmic gasps, oh, <laughs> Matt, I, go ahead. I, is it Roman? Is that the uh, the like yes. ED? Getting ED checked by a doctor online seems fucking insane. Yeah. Like, 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 if you have a legitimate problem, the premise of this ad is that if you have ED, it could be a signal that your body. What does he call it? Like a the check, check engine, engine light, light right. for your uh, so, genitals. Yeah. So. It, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it could be like indicative of something else. And basically what he is like, indicative. go online. Yeah. Go online. Talk to some guy yeah. who potentially is a doctor. And then they will send you medicine in a, a box that doesn't have any packaging on it. Dude, fucking get over it and go to the doctor and yes. be like, doctor, I need to talk to you because I can't get it up. This is nuts. It's at 2638 or thereabouts when Bill goes on his anti-snake draft rant. In a snake draft for the fucking losers out there who still do snake drafts. You know who you are. Yes. Which is absurd, and he doesn't really back it up. He just thinks it's childish, and it's like the easy way out or the elementary uh, way to uh, select a fantasy team. I enjoy it, and I think it's like a lot less contentious than an auction draft, but whatever. He then yeah. points out that that is like having a cheeseburger without ketchup. Have your cheeseburger without ketchup. <laughs> Because I have to assume when Bill eats a cheeseburger, he recognizes how satisfying it is with ketchup, but the satisfaction comes in part because adding ketchup to a cheeseburger makes consuming the cheeseburger much more difficult. It's such a weird thing to go out on a limb about. And I think uh, I may he's have mentioned fired this up, to man. You. I mean, he's fired up about <laughs> yes. it. Yes. And I may have mentioned, and, he, and the PPR thing, he gets fired up about that too. I think our office fantasy football uh, league is a good example of why snake drafts can be useful yeah. because we have a bunch of people who are playing because they want to hang out with the people they work with and they think it's kind of fun but they don't really know that much about football and it would be difficult for people like that to ha- to like sort through the the rules of an auction and figure out values and stuff like that this is just easier they get to look at a list and and admittedly bill is right it does require less uh, sort of intellectual uh fervor but I think that's the idea. Like, sometimes you just want it to be a little easier. Matt, how would a vampire be required to perform <laughs> if he signed legal paperwork requiring him to perform in a certain way? I don't know, Chris. I think it would be like this. People are contractually... I like it. One of the important ways that the English language is used is you have to use the words in the right order. And if you fail to use them in the right order, they they mean different things. <laughs> and, and one of the problems is words tend to correspond to words that are sort of more recently used in the phrase. 
So when Bill says this, some random white guy with big forearms catching <laughs> balls you've never heard of, it makes it sound like you've <laughs> never heard of the balls. <laughs> At 4604, this is not how you pronounce the last name of the quarterback for Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes. At 4727, a weird technological glitch, which producer, editor, engineer Kyle Crichton apparently <laughs> doesn't notice and certainly doesn't fix when robot-voiced Matthew Barry takes over. There are, there are some that... Um... Then at 4737, what I think in response to a weird Jimmy Garofalo comment is Kyle making this weird background H sound. Wow. No, no, oh, man, hold on. No. Kyle's got to take a walk. It's, it really does sound like it's slowed down. This is what it actually sounds like slowed down. <laughs> More robot voice at 48 minutes. Just to, just to um, close the loop on Killing Earth. At 48.50, an ad for Hotel Tonight, which I've tried to use before. Hotel Tonight always seems to have expensive rooms, but Bill is rich, so I guess they don't seem expensive to him. <laughs> anyway, he botches it here. Them sell theirs, these rooms. He told all his friends in the uh, the kids' soccer group chat. <laughs> Can you imagine Bill in this like group chat for soccer people, and he's like, make sure you use Hotel Tonight, and they're all like, fucking Simmons, <laughs> trying to get us to, get us to use his goddamn... And, and do you think he's like, make sure you put in offer code BS? <laughs> They're, they're probably all like, you know what? I'm going to pass. I'm also rich, Bill. It's cool. <laughs> At one hour uh, and 16 minutes, new sponsor, Allbirds, featuring the <laughs> second <laughs> sock read of the week, or yes. Trino socks. Bill is immediately confused by the people who are paying him money. It is 100% like he has never even seen the copy before and does not know what he's talking about. But that doesn't stop him in the least, regardless of the fact that he sounds like an utter boob. It sounds like he is not aware that Allbirds... His sponsor is is selling socks. So now they're introducing their new Trino socks. New socks? They're doing socks now? <laughs> don't you think when you do an ad, when you purchase ad time, don't they say like, hey, we want you to read our ad, but also don't take other ads for our competitors. <laughs> yeah, right. I can't believe it. I, I couldn't believe it. He then throws in a botch for good measure about the ecological nature of the socks. Products are made for premium natural materials, so they're better for the planet. He then is confused about what a sock silhouette is, even though he's trying <laughs> to get you to buy different sock silhouettes. These socks come in three different silhouettes. Is that what we're calling these now? He then Great. botches no show. Crew socks no show, no shows in uh, quarter length. He can't say footwear right. They're footwear products. And he compares all birds to peanut butter and jelly because the best way he can describe the comfort is <laughs> socks. by comparison to food. It's like peanut butter and jelly. That's what it feels like. That's the best way. It's the best way I can describe it. This is so fucked up, but this is like a weird uh, mind trick thing, I think. I remember exactly where I was driving when that came on, and when you said the peanut butter and jelly thing, I could literally see the things out my car window. Maybe it was effective. <laughs> Maybe it worked. Maybe somehow that's like apparently, some Madison Avenue trick. At 129.25, Bill points out that Luke Perry, who died, really did <laughs> luck out because his last movie was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. His send-off ended up being a, a really awesome Tarantino movie, so I think it worked out for him. This is so bizarrely tone-deaf, <laughs> it's hard to reconcile the, the fact that this guy is talking about a person uh, of whom he's a big fan has recently died. 
Yes. I, I mean, can you imagine trying to explain this joke to Luke Perry's family? <laughs> Don't worry, it's cool. I mean, he's dead and all, and you miss him terribly, and there's a gaping hole in your lives and possibly your hearts. But his last movie was fucking great. At one thirty forty-five, how many R's are in Vanessa? And he was like, Vanessa Merceau. At one thirty-six thirty, in what has to be peak parenting bill simply calls his son stupid my stupid son signed up and now of course they have his entire icloud library so (laughs) the reason he's calling him stupid is because the son used whatever that fairly popular recent app is for making yourself look old and he said he's stupid and now the russians have all his stuff like three weeks ago bill posted a picture of himself edited using this face app stupid is as stupid does (laughs) At 137.52, Bill manages to almost round out the pod with another ad for Allbirds' new Trino socks, but he is still confused about how these socks work. Crew socks, no shoes, no shows, no shows, no shows, so they're not not showing. They don't show. No showings. (laughs) At 138.35. This is great. One of the very last things If you're Allbirds, you have to be so pissed. (laughs) We could use some of that Allbirds money, man. I'm not picky. Yeah, absolutely. Simply safe. All birds, we're here for you. At 138.35, almost the last thing he says is calling his podcast by the wrong name. Back on the uh, BS podcast next week. As you know, Matt, it's the Bill Simmons podcast, not the BS podcast. We are the Bill Simmons podcast podcast. And not the BS podcast podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. 